welcome to Global Yoga Flow Podcast. In this podcast, we talk about the iconography around Jesus Christ and whether or not it enhances or maybe obscures the true teachings that he brought to us. We have to be careful not to confuse the teachings of Jesus with the rules, rituals, and iconography of organized religion. They're two very different things. It is often the case that the dogmatic rituals completely obscure the beautiful teachings of Jesus Christ. As many of us are beginning to realize, the teachings of Yeshua ben Joseph, that was the way that his name was pronounced when he was alive, Yeshua ben Joseph. His teachings really have nothing to do with the occult rituals of churches. In the minds of many people, Jesus continues to hang on the cross. This is largely because of the stories, the rituals, and iconography emphasized by churches, by organized religion. Without pursuing on our own the true teachings of Jesua, we end up knowing more about his death and his life. The value of a prophet is in the way they lived, not in the way they died. So the way we think about our teachers really has everything to do with how purely we can receive their teachings. In yogic philosophy, there is a strong emphasis on the power of mind focus. A powerful mind, a mind that can focus, can create a clear sequence of related images passing through the third eye center. These inner flashes of light They set the patterns that grow into our life experiences. So considering this, when you close your eyes and you think of Jesus Christ, what image comes first to your mind? For many of us, it is Jesus in his most disempowered state of suffering, hanging on the cross, dying. Now think about this. What if you Googled Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and you looked through the images and 90% of the images were Dr. King shot, bleeding, dead. Can you sense how disrespectful that would be? Can you sense how iconizing Dr. King as a shooting victim would be both disrespectful and would weaken the true and powerful teachings of his life? But because we mostly see pictures of Dr. King as a confident speaker, laying out a dream for a future of peace and harmony, his teachings remain powerful and will for a long, long time. Perhaps we could do the same with the teachings of Yeshua ben Joseph. What is the purpose of having so much focus on the suffering and death of Jesus? In almost every church, you will find the crucifixion is the central figure, not the resurrection, the crucifixion. Who decided it should be so central? Did Jesus himself want this image to be front and center, predominating over all others? I don't think so. We continue to project the image of the crucifixion through the power of our own thoughts. The image many of us kiss as churchgoers is the crucifixion, not the resurrection. 
In this way, we keep Jesus Christ on the cross, and we keep ourselves away from the empowering message he brought. Even the details of his life are obscured or sometimes completely left out in most religious teachings. The focus is on the betrayal, the suffering, the injustice of his death. This simple occult device uses the energy of collective thought to obscure and diminish the empowering message Jesus came to bring us. And then he and his message will remain diminished, hanging on the cross, until we take him down in our own minds and learn to celebrate him in his power and glory. Only when we reclaim our right to have a direct relationship with Jesus and with God will we find the true and pure teachings and feel their power as it was meant to be brought to each of us in an individual way. Now, any religion, even the brightest ones, which call people to kindness and noble deeds, if interwoven with a priest's nuances, a priest's agenda, can turn out to be powerful devices in, in the hands of the priest. We've seen this through history. And this device has enabled churches through the ages to, through fear, subjugate entire nations and pit them against each other to the point often of complete self-annihilation. And this still goes on today. More than any other reason, wars are fought over whose God is the right God. Is that something God would support? If not, then who is behind that madness? And how are we each perpetuating it? The projection of Jesus Christ's crucifixion diminishes his true teachings, yes. But it also creates a negative rift in the vibration of each person who is holding on to that image. A belief that suffering is good will continue to attract experiences of suffering into the lives of such believers, perhaps creating a perpetuating lineage of suffering. Not at all the message of Jesus. Until we can let go of our obsession with suffering and death and turn to the potentials for joy, laughter, beauty, and connection in life, we can't be truly honoring, truly receiving the teachings of any master and of Yeshua ben Joseph. It is the priests, not Yeshua, who came up with the doctrine that man's divine experience is not here on earth, but in some other dimension. That was never the, men, the message from Yeshua. Priests are the ones that invented the idea of a paradise apart from earth, Apart from earth, earth is created by God. Hmm. So it is because of this doctrine that so many religious fanatics and leaders manifest an attitude of neglect towards life on earth. Yeshua, Buddha, and many other prophets saw nature as God incarnate and taught reverence for the earth, as well as full celebration of her bounty and beauty. And through these simple ways of living in harmony with the earth, learning from the earth, we are honoring God's creation. We are aligning with and living in our own divinity. 
One of the most powerful books for discovering the true teachings of Yeshua ben Joseph is called Love Without End by Glenda Green. I highly recommend this book to anyone interested in deepening their connection with this timeless master whose main message was love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Think of life as a beautiful garden built for you by God. You have your section of this vast garden we call earth. Enjoy each day as a walk through your garden. Tend to your patch of garden lovingly as your way of talking to God, as your way of offering appreciation for the gift and allowing it to give more to you. Savor the smells and tastes from your garden. Appreciate the beauty and the refuge of your home, your garden. Let it nurture you and remind you that you are dearly loved. With this life-enhancing, empowering imagery, we can take Jesus off the cross and let his life teach us to honor diversity, unity, to follow joy, and to share love. And this is the message of the yoga teachings and the message of Buddha and the message of Yeshua ben Joseph. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.